on a maternity hospital in the port city of Mariupol. CBS's Steve Futterman from the border in Poland. Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky, through an interpreter, expressed his outrage to his citizens. They wanted to take the lives of our children, our women, our doctors. Three people were killed, including a six-year-old child. Some Russian officials today claim the hospital was being used to house troops. There is no evidence of that. Vice President Harris is weighing in from Warsaw. Correspondent Cami McCormick. Harris expressed outrage over the maternity hospital bombing in Mariupol. Pregnant women going for health care? Being injured by, I don't know, a missile, a bomb? In what she called an unprovoked and unjustified war. Absolutely, there should be an investigation. And she said we should all be watching. Harris says the Biden administration is sending $50 million in additional humanitarian aid to Ukraine. A massive wildfire has now burned more than 33,000 acres in the Florida panhandle. Paul Schumann lost his home. We'll deal with it. We'll get through this. We'll rebuild again somewhere. It won't be here. The flames fueled by debris from 2018's Hurricane Michael are only 20 percent contained. Tribute from daughter to dad at the Golf Hall of Fame. Tiger Woods' 14-year-old daughter Sam did the induction honors in Florida last night. She spoke about his car accident last year. We didn't know if you'd come home with two legs or not. Now, not only about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, but just standing here on your own two feet. S&P futures down 51, Dow futures off 401. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. At Wendy's, March is madness. With our breakfast baconator. Sausage, egg, and Swiss croissant, both made with fresh cracked eggs, or even a honey butter chicken biscuit. And we're just getting warmed up. Get 50% off the official breakfast of March Madness when you order through the Wendy's app. Choose wise, choose Wendy's. For a limited time of participating Wendy's via app offer only. Account registration required. No discount applies to taxes or fees. Not valid with any other offer. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts has what you need to keep your engine performing at its best. Our professional parts people will help you select the right products for your vehicle and your budget. Like five quarts of Castrol GTX conventional oil and a microguard filter, just $28.99. Save money on your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. People are still paying through-the-roof prices for new digs. Zillow says there are more U.S. cities than ever entering the Million Dollar Club. That's when home prices skyrocket to more than a million dollars. In fact, the number of cities with seven-figure price-tagged homes has nearly tripled since 2020 to 481. Most locations are still clustered along each coast in New York and California. But states including Ohio, Montana, and Tennessee are making the list for the first time. Analysts say it shows a geographical shift for buyers and a rise in extreme prices everywhere. Monica Ricks, CBS News. In Seoul, Smooth like butter, like it was heaven for BTS fans who attended the group's first live concert in South Korea in more than two years. A crowd of as many as 15,000 was expected at Seoul's Olympic Stadium last night. K-pop sensations performed live in L.A. in November, but live-streamed for most of the pandemic. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest. Resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Since 1972, Dandeman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dandeman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Fentanyl is now the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 45 years old. Fentanyl is being mixed illegally with drugs like counterfeit painkillers, heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine. You cannot see, taste, or smell fentanyl, but there is something you can do to protect others. Naloxone is an FDA-approved medication that works to reverse an opioid overdose, including fentanyl overdose. Learn where to receive free training in naloxone at www.healtogetheroh.org forward slash Athens. Roving reporter here. Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive through carry out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me. Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me? Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive through carry out 362 Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. Hey, it's Randy. We'll talk Lemon Law, gas prices, and learn about some crazy rides. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Are you dreaming of something greater? A college degree, job skills, a rewarding career? The Ohio Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Ohio National Guard Scholarship Program could pay 100% of your college tuition. You're eligible for the scholarship as soon as you enlist. 
Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving in the Ohio Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. We are here in the press box at Flushing Stadium following the toilet bowl game as the Oysters and Flushing State played in this toilet bowl and Coach Art Turt visiting with us after the game. Coach, uh, first of all, I'll, I'll let ask you. Let me get in here. Is your, here. is your mic uh, on and everything uh, set up to go? Hello, hello, Captain. Uh, I know it was a long walk up the uh, stadium steps here to they the press to, box. They need to put elevators in these buildings. Coach Turf, uh, you look like you've uh, been run through the ringer out there. I, I wonder if... Uh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. I can't stand any more of these heartbreaking. Do I uh, really need to ask you what kind of game it was? Well, let me collect myself here. Well, you know, we just got through playing this ball game, and uh, this, this it was an exciting ball game, and I guess well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we, we, we played a fine ball game. I can't say anything but for all the mamas and daddies and grandmamas and granddaddies out there listening to see how their boys done. Y'all's boys give a fine effort. They played a fine ball game on offense and defense and special teams. Of course, now I do want to say that the boys over to Flushing State played a fine ball game. And, of course, now with all the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with just a few minutes ago was a fine ball game. Coach Turf, it appears that you've almost lost your voice out there on the on the field. Well, that ain't the only thing I lost. Another thing I lost was the ball game. I'll be back. We'll give Coach Turf time to collect his thoughts and be back with more right after we pause for this message. I thought he lost his marbles, too, along the way. I really couldn't understand why his voice was like that. <laughs> he's, he's down and a little bit bummed out about losing. Yeah, I'm sure all our listeners are, too. Oh, no way. Yeah. How could you be that way with Art Turf <laughs> entertaining us like he does? Do we have a sponsor? We do. Okay. The Art Turf Show this morning, proudly sponsored by Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And we're back with you in the press box at Flushing Stadium following the Oysters' overtime loss, 15-9 to to Flushing State here in the Toilet Bowl game. Coach Turf, I uh, see you've regained your composure somewhat I, after I, a... I, I'm feeling a whole lot better now, but still, it was heartbreaking. That's another one of them heartbreaking losses. I don't know if I can put up with any more of them heartbreaking losses. You've had some tough ones here toward the end of the season, Coach, and this was no exception. Let's, let's go back to the final uh, few seconds of regulation play, if we can, with your team leading 9-7, to seven, fourth down, deep in your own territory, and... You'd everybody, think, you'd think we'd punt the ball out of there. Everybody in the stadium was thinking uh, that the Oysters would be punting the ball out. What uh, what happened? Well, you know, the fans wanted us to punt the ball out of there. The broadcasters wanted us to punt the ball out of there. The writers wanted us to punt the ball out of there. And I wanted to punt the ball out of there. And I, I, well, I was down there on the sideline looking around for our punter, Shank Wedgman, looking all over for him, couldn't even find it. What, uh, what happened to Wedgman, Coach? Well, you know, you'd think in a stadium called Flushing Stadium, playing in a place called the Toilet Bowl, that you'd have a little bit more convenient facilities than having to go clean over to Section D. So Wedgman was uh, not available when it came time to punt the ball. I bet this is the first time in the history of football that anybody ever lost a ball game because their punter was in the bathroom. Feel 
listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Evans. Yeah, Scott, I was over at the hospital yesterday for an appointment. And some of my friends who volunteer over there were telling me how much they really love the Art Turf show. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we like to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Raw, raw, raw. Actually. Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Truth be known, one of them wasn't too keen on it. Oh, man. But, what, uh, what a letdown after that good news. But the other two were. Cool. So anyway. I know everybody. I, it's all different. That talks to me about Art Turf. They say. Do they, they bring it up? Do you They love it? it, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't even bring it up. They do. Yeah. They Because they, you know, hear about it occasionally, like what you just said. And they say, we love it. We love listening to it every morning, and they tune in just to hear it. And you well, know the rest. What of part about of us? Too. Well, yeah, I was finishing with that. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. but uh, that's the beginning. So we are following the beginning. But so, we have other shows too, like uh, Chicken Man and yeah. things like that. We're trying to find and put together because just those little funny bits are um, well, they're amusing, you know. And well, anyway, yeah. We do have a caller already. Mercy. Let's see. Let me get all my buttons just right. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. Hey. Tim Newsom. Yes, sir. How's Tim? Good. How's Dave? Well, I'm doing fine. Beautiful sunshine. Today's my birthday, and I'm up in Grant Hospital. They had to have a. I got I, uh, my stomach was bothering me real bad, so I had to. I got to have a colonoscopy this morning or this afternoon. Well, I've done that several times, and uh, and my and my then my stomach was all messed up too. Well, too much popcorn, maybe. Yeah, something. Too much greasy <laughs> pizza. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thanks a lot, thanks a lot, there, son. You love your greasy pizza, though, don't you? I figure I do. <laughs> well, I, don't did, we all? Did you hear me wish you the happy birthday this morning? Did you have me tuned I, in up there? No, I didn't. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Bosky, I wish you a happy birthday like three times this morning. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I didn't so, have a radio, boy. Well, you can listen to it on your phone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So try it that way. You know, it's amazing, uh, Tim, it's, it's amazing how many listeners we have in Bo- Bogota. Really? Wow. Yeah. Bogota uh, or like Canada? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really? And uh, Sierra Leone. So they know it's your birthday over there, too. All yeah. around the world yeah. knows People it's your birthday. People are celebrating Timmy Newsom's birthday. 
How about that? Yeah, that is nice. Pretty key, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty key. And think, yeah, well, think uh, how your grandfather, uh, who founded this radio station, um, yep, you know, he never dreamed that the signal would be around the world. Nope. Yeah. Well, anyway, yep. have a good procedure up there and keep us informed. Yeah. Have a good time with that, yeah. Tim. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good my time. How can just, you have a good time? My stomach was just all messed up. But because they're anything the, but a good time. My bowel, what did I say? My bowel, is in, my bowel is all messed up or something. Okay. They did a lot of tests at Holzer, so I had to come up. Yeah. Well, they're being careful, and that's what that's their job. You know? They, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe okay. they'll find that. Maybe they'll find that bratwurst in there that you had at the Reds game last year. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I swear. That's good stuff, isn't it, Tim? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. A a little Pepsi Cola there, too. You already got me laughing on something, Dave, I'll tell you. Well, you know, just before this procedure, you need a little laugh. Timmy, who can make you laugh the hardest of everybody you know? You. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I can get Tim going within seconds, can't I? Yeah, you can. Yeah. And then we both have tears in our eyes about two minutes later from laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do. I mean, God, what's yeah. You got me laughing so funny for it. <laughs> well, listen, uh, have a good procedure, <laughs> and we'll think about you this afternoon as all of that's going on, and we'll get a report from somebody in your family over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Take when care the, there. When is the Bobcats play? they playing tonight or when? Yeah, tonight. Right around tonight? 6.30. We're going on the air at uh, 6 p.m. on Power 105. And oh, you, really? you can listen to that on your phone, too. Yeah. Do you know how to do it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, tune in. If I was home with, I get you if I was home with Alexa, I could put it on her, put it on the phone, or on the her, too. Well, sure you could. Make sure you put down that pizza before you start touching your phone after that hey. procedure, hey, right? Well, you got yeah, a chow thanks. after you have that procedure. I know. You got to have Boy, I gotta have a little bit of food. It doesn't taste right if you don't. That's right. Tell them to feed you good up there. Yeah, I know. They wanted to, they wanted to feed me fish, and everybody was like, looking at, <laughs> look, look at them, saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't have fish until that procedure's over." <laughs> <laughs> well, you be good up there, and don't give them too much grief. No, I won't. All right. They're they're being good to me. I'm in, I'm in a good place. I'm at Grant. Yes, you are. We'll be thinking about you. Okay, man. Hang in there. Yep. Okay. Take care, guys. Good to talk to you. See you. And happy birthday. All right. Thanks. All right. See you, buddy. Think of that. Having a a birthday. Oh, boy. On the same day as your uh, colonoscopy. Boy, what a treat. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Good as ice cream and cake, isn't it? Not. No. Gee whiz. Anyway, hey, folks, uh, tomorrow we got a special edition. Um, Linda Chickie's coming in. She is um, highly involved with this um, American Legion post here in Athens, and uh, specifically 
um, I think, um, what do they call it? Daughters of the American Revolution, I think. And um, then each chapter has a name. Well, this is the Nabby Lee Ames chapter. Linda Chickie is the regent uh, for that chapter. Uh, they're putting on an event to honor Vietnam-era veterans. It's on March 19th at 10 a.m., and it's going to be down there at Post 21, American Legion Post 21. That's down there right next to where the Oak Room was years ago. Remember that? Yes. And um, um, what's that other building right next to it on the other side? Uh, Athens Real Estate, I think, is right there. <clears throat> well, anyway, uh, 520 Habitat. West Union. Habitat House is right across That's right. the That's road right. from there. Anyway, um, this is an, an honor ceremony for Vietnam-era veterans. Now, I'm a Vietnam-era veteran. I'm not a Vietnam veteran. I mean, I, I was in um, Hanoi once for less than, I'd say, 12 hours. Um, my job was somewhere else, but I worked during the Vietnam, I mean, I served during the Vietnam era. So this is for people both that were serving during the era as well as those that served in Vietnam. And uh, so she's going to be our guest tomorrow and tell us about that and a number of things dealing with the uh, Legion and and uh, things like that. Okay? Good. Sounds good. Next week on Thursday we have, no, no, Wednesday, we have Hugh Sherman. Dr. Hugh Sherman, if you prefer, and he is the current president of Ohio University. And um, looking forward to it's been a while since we've had the uh, the Prexy on the air with us, so we're really looking forward to that and getting that reestablished. Um, let's see here, what else do we have next next Thursday, a week from today. Steve Patterson, the mayor. He comes in monthly. So um, we're starting to um, get uh, some feature programs um, added back into the schedule. I got a little lazy. It's my fault. Okay, but today is a free-for-all. Today is March 10th. Um, we got some things to talk about, Scott, but, th but basically we'll do the same normal thing. So first of all, today is National Mario Day. It's National Pack Your Lunch Day. It's World Kidney Day. National Blueberry Popover Day. National Women and Girls HIV slash AIDS Awareness Day. So there are some fun things there. There are some serious things there. Take your pick. Um, let's see, on this day of uh, March 10th, but the year 1783, the USS Alliance, that was a ship under Captain Barry, fight, fights and wins. Last naval battle of U.S. Revolutionary War that was off Cape Canaveral. 
I wonder if they could have seen any of those rocket ships standing there. least I should get a reaction. Well, I don't know if they did or not. In 1783? Sure. Maybe medieval rockets. Okay, I give up. 1861 on this date. West African political leader uh, El Hajj Umar Tal seizes the city of Segu, destroying the bump Barbara Empire of Mali. Bambera Empire of Mali. Nineteen twenty on this date. Home Rule Act passed by the British Parliament, dividing Ireland into two parts. It is rejected by the southern counties, where the Anglo or Irish War continues for a year after. 1952, the military coup led by General Fugencio Batista in Cuba occurred. And um, the most recent item in the year 2000, the NASDAQ Composite Stock Market Index peaks at 5132.52, signaling the beginning of the end of the dot-com Boom. All right. Birthdays. Let's see. How many do we have here? We got four. I guess they normally do that. Uh, Let's see what order should I do. I think I'll go from oldest to most recent. Ferdinand II of Aragon. Born on this date in 1452, died in 1516. Ferdinand II of Aragon. Um, this is not a concrete or uh, what do you call it? Um, this this appears to be an artist's rendering of him. And when was his birthday? 1452. Brought up uh, a, few, a few of them. Yeah. Ferdinand II. Ferdinand II. Of Aragon. He is uh, known for uniting the Spanish kingdoms into the nation of Spain, supporting the Spanish Inquisition, mm. sponsoring Christopher Columbus's voyages of exploration mm-hmm. across the Atlantic Ocean and commencing Spain's entry into the modern period of imperial Expansion. Huh. Now look here. I just rubbed my chin. I want you to see this. Good heavens. That is that is, a spider web? No. It's a piece of hair. And it has to be 15 inches long. I thought I shaved a little this morning. Good heavens. Pat's hair's not that long. No, no. All right. Let's see here. Let's go on. We got off topic. Um, (laughs) Osama bin Laden. Born in 1957, died in 2011. And it's a name most of us should be familiar with. 
Osama bin Laden. Yep. He obviously, as we know, is a Saudi Arabian terrorist and founder of the pan-Islamic militant organization Al-Qaeda. Oh, I I guess I um, went out of order here. Here's James Earl Ray, who was born in 1928, died in 1998. James Earl Ray. I've heard that name. Well, he was the... He was best known for the assassination of Martin that's, Luther King. That's right. That's right. And one who is still alive, Chuck Norris, the actor, celebrating his 82nd birthday today. American martial artist, Chuck Norris. And um, let's see. What happened to that? Well, we'll just find out. Okay. American martial artist that took me to Chuck Norris jokes. Carlos Ray Chuck Norris is an American martial artist and actor. He is a black belt in Tang Sudu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Judo. After serving in the United States Air Force, Norris won many martial arts championships and later founded his own discipline, Chun Kuk Du. Okay, I, but, but something you said just in passing caught my eye, or my ear. Which was? It took you to Chuck Norris jokes? Yes. Okay, I give. You'll bite, right? Uh, here, bite I, on ju- that I just did. Teaser? Yeah. <laughs> so what? what is a Chuck Norris joke? Oh, well, let's see if we can pick one out here. Um, is it? Maybe he's not going to let me see them. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. 101 Chuck Norris jokes to make you laugh, but please don't tell Chuck Norris. Okay, let's see. Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares them down until he gets the information he wants. (laughs) Okay, now I I see where they're going with this. Time waits for no man. let's Let's do one more. Okay. If you spell Chuck Norris in Scrabble, you win forever. In Scrabble? Yeah. Okay. That means, you know, there's... Difficult letters. And double R's. Nobody wants to fight it. Oh. I took it entirely different. Okay. Chuck Norris has a mug of nails instead of coffee in the morning. (laughs) You're a tough guy, huh? (laughs) Okay, two um, two famous deaths to dis, uh, to mention to you. Um, is that right, or are my sheets mixed up? No, that's right. So on this date in 1913, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. And uh, the the other one we have to mention to you goes way back to 42. Actually, 37 A.D., his death. But first of all, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman was an American abolitionist and political activist. Born into slavery, Tubman escaped and subsequently made 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 enslaved people, including family and friends, using the network of anti-slavery activists and safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. 
Exactly. There is a, a tribute or commemoration of that in the Cincinnati area, I do believe. Yes. And uh, I think Worthington has something, too. Yes, I do believe. Um, <clears throat> where I was raised. Okay, so uh, Tiberius. He was born in 42 B.C. He died in 37 A.D. on this date. Tiberius. And this time we do have a, uh, a stone... Um, granite head. Okay, granite head. I keep forgetting <laughs> that expression. Spelling of Tiberius? T-I-B-E-R-I-U-S. Tiberius was a former Roman emperor, the second Roman emperor. He reigned from A.D. 14 until 37, succeeding his stepfather, the first Roman emperor, Augustus. Tiberius was born in Rome in 42 B.C. Okay. Now, geography, I guess this would be. You know, at home we have a globe that's set at the angle of Earth, you know what I mean? Yeah, on the tilt. Yeah. And, of course, you can rotate it and look at different countries and so on. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, it represents the current nations, not some historical thing. So this is a trivia question. <clears throat> um, which, or rather what, is the only continent with land in all four hemispheres? Okay, so I got to thinking about that. And um, so a hemisphere. The, the, how many hemispheres exist on Earth? Well, there are generally four. North, south, east, west. But that's the general. Okay, so the lines that go from pole to pole. <clears throat> North and south, yeah. Are those called meridians or what? Uh, let's see. One is longitude. One is latitude. Uh, let me look see what meridians. Well, anyway... So the, they asked, um, this was a trivia question. What is the only continent with land in all four hemispheres? Oh, it's got to be Africa. Oh, well, I thought you were asking me. No, they were asking everybody. Okay. But you, you said Africa. Okay. I said Asia. Uh, you were right. I was wrong. Um, and 43% of the people that took this trivia test got it right. You were among them. 31% said Asia. 
13% said South America and 12% Europe. Um, they were given the four answers, and then they had to pick which one was correct, right? And you did it right. I didn't. So, while the hemispheres separate the majority of the continents, Africa lies in all four hemispheres of the Earth, which are northern, southern, eastern, and western. Therefore, Africa can be described as the only continent that has its land crossed by both the prime meridian and the equator. Due to its strategic location between the hemispheres, Africa experiences the most uh, conducive climate and weather patterns throughout the year. Unlike other continents that are known to experience different seasons throughout the year, most of the countries in Africa do not have well-defined seasons. Well, anyway. So you got it right. You got it right. Africa. Well, what's going on? What do we need to know? Maripool, pool, right? Maripool. M A R I U P O L. That's a southern city in Ukraine. It's a port city, so it's on the water. So the latest stuff is three people were killed and at least seven pe- 17 people were injured after a Russian airstrike reportedly, reportedly hit a maternity hospital in the southern Ukrainian port city of Maripol yesterday. Officials say the situation in the city has grown increasingly dire under continuous shelling, with now an estimated 1,170 people killed and many residents cut off from power, water, and food supplies. The developments came as the war hit the two-week mark. Officials say Ukrainian resistance continues to stall Russian advances in the north, while Russian forces control at least three major southern cities. At this point, more than 2.1 million refugees have fled to neighboring countries to the west, I think, isn't Poland one of the big ones getting a lot of that? Mm -hmm. Yes. (coughs) Separately, the Pentagon nixed a plan that would deliver Russian-made MiG-29 fighter jets from Poland to the Ukraine in exchange for U.S.-made F-16s. Officials said the deal, which includes a 
intermediate stop at a U.S. base in Germany may be construed as NATO entering the conflict against Russia. Well, the Ukrainian president, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, right? Mm -hmm. Remains on the ground in the capital of Kiev toward which Russian forces continue to inch forward. And we'll just have to keep those folks in mind. You've probably heard about this. It's an Antarctic discovery. The lost ship Endurance belonging to the famed explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton, was located yesterday, more than 100 years after it sank off the Antarctic coast. The sunken ship was located nearly 10,000 feet below the surface of the, is it Weddell Sea? W-E-D-D-E-L-L. I'm not familiar with it particularly. And um, about four miles south of its last recorded location. Researchers say the ship appears to be in remarkably good condition. The ship sank in November 1915 during the explorer's failed expedition to complete the first South Pole land crossing. The ship became trapped in rapidly closing ice pack, forcing the 28-member crew to abandon the ship. Just for the record, all, all the uh, crew survived. Uh, caller, stand by. I'll be with you in just a minute. Let me get one more paragraph out here. The research team set off from Cape Town last month, employing drones, hybrid underwater search vehicles, and um, other tools in freezing temperatures to locate the ship. The expedition also completed climate change studies, including weather conditions, ice measurements, and more, now, National Geographic documented this discovery, and they're going to run a, I guess, a TV show or a movie or something like that very soon about it. That's kind of neat. Okay, to our phones. Good morning. Hello. Okay, they must not have heard me say, uh, stand by. All right, um, I invite you to read dial. I'll try to keep a closer eye on the phones there. Uh, our, our number, of course, 592-6646, right? Yep. Yeah. Suddenly uh, didn't sound right. You may have heard that, uh, what was it, a couple months ago we had a person who received a genetically modified pig heart. A heart transplant, but from a pig. This was at the University of Maryland. 
The patient, whose name was David Bennett, 57 years old, died yesterday. No, I guess it was Tuesday. After his condition began to deteriorate several days earlier. The exact cause of death has not been revealed. Doctors said it is unclear whether his body rejected the transplant or just what happened. But they are going to evaluate his body and publish their findings. But two months he did live with that. All right. Well, let's see here. There's a couple things we should mention. One is the time change. Now, if we were doing it absolutely official-like, sometime very early Sunday morning, we would have to wake up and turn our clocks back, right? Mm-mm. Turn them ahead. I'm, I'm, yes, <clears throat> spring ahead, fall back. back. Yeah, okay. spring forward, fall back. Okay. But at some time, early Sunday morning, we're supposed to arise and do that. Although many of today's clocks do it automatically. Or... Just before you go to bed, you could turn it back. But what time does it officially occur? 2 a.m., Sunday morning. Okay, so I'm supposed to set the alarm for 1.50. It wakes me up, <coughs> and I go up, and I turn the clock from where it's going to be about 2 to about 3. Correct. Forward. Correct. Okay. Otherwise, if you go on somewhere Sunday morning, you're going to be late. Right. Or early. You would be early. If you Let don't. Let me think about this. If you don't turn it up. If you don't turn it up, you'll be on the old time. So if you need to be somewhere at Nine. It's already ten. Yeah. Okay, I I had it backwards. Okay, now I got it. Now, another thing that I want to kind of bring up is, um, so, um, years ago, um, we, we got a public service announcement in saying that you could request a copy of your original birth certificate. And this was primarily focused on adopted people. So I did do that. In about, I don't know, four or five months went by, and eventually this piece of paper showed up in the mail from the state of Ohio. And it mentioned my birth mother's full name. Um, it mentioned that uh, she had other children. 
Uh, it mentioned her address at the time. All that sort of thing. Well, since then, I've there's a, a website, folks, called Ancestry.com, right? And it's very popular. So you can build a family tree there. And I am represented on my adopted family's family tree nicely. But another thing you can do is send in your DNA, right? You basically spit in a capsule, seal it, send it in, and they run your DNA. And then you start to receive notices from people who say, we might be related. Now, in my case, this is related by genetics, right? This DNA stuff. Now, these are not people that I've known were part of my family. Um, well, one of the things that has popped out is I have uh, some, um, not, I don't want to use the word oddities, but one of the things is I may very well be Irish. And another thing is I may, may very well be Jewish. So now, bear in mind, I was raised Presbyterian in But anyway, so guess what's coming up? St. Patrick's Day. That was my guess. Now, um, let's see here. St. Patrick's Day, is it always on the same date each year? Yeah, 17th. The 17th. Okay, let me get my thing here. Yes, the 17th. Um, and it tends to be a celebrate, celebratory type thing, right? Yes. Uh, especially popular for partiers, I might say. So I've got a thing on this. Um, the best cities for St. Patrick's Day celebrations. I've got another one entitled... The most Irish cities in America. Believe it or not, the first ever St. Patrick's Day parade did not take place in Ireland. Its roots are actually right here in the United States. Though some say Boston, while others say, uh, claim it's New York. Regardless, what began as a Catholic feast day and gained more recognition with the parade in the 18th century is today one of America's biggest cultural holidays. More than 31 million people in the United States claim Irish ancestry. And that's more than six times the population of Ireland itself. <laughs> As this lucky group of people expanded over the centuries, so, too, did America's St. Patty's Day traditions. Chicago, for instance, 
gained fame for dyeing its river green, while other places are now known for their elaborate pageants, pub crawls, or long processions of marching bagpipers. This year, Americans are projected to spend 5.87 billion bucks on St. Patrick's Day. And that's in uh, uh, participating in these celebrations. So, um, I have two different reports. What, um, so according to the report I just was reading from, what do you think the number one city to go to for St. Patrick's Day would be? Uh, I don't know. I'll say New York City. Okay. Or Chicago. It's Philadelphia. Or Philadelphia. (laughs) Number two is Boston. Three, Pittsburgh. Four, Chicago. And it goes right on down the list. Cleveland is 13. Cincinnati is 16. Now, you guessed New York City. It comes in 11th. Columbus comes in 20th. Now, I have a separate report from a different organization. They say finding corned beef and green beer throughout the year can be like searching for a four-leaf clover. Not now. For those of Irish ancestry and everyone else, a green March madness is already in full swing. Everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. But which cities have the greenest Irish roots? Okay, so this is another listing of cities. And, again, the, the Irish roots bit. So, not, not the best place to party necessarily, but the best, the most Irish population, I guess. Now, you want to take the, uh, an additional guess? Number one is? Um, Chicago. That would be number two. So you're very close. Boston is number one. I was almost said that. Yep. You had picked New York earlier on the other chart, and it comes in number three. So Boston, Chicago, New York, Pittsburgh, then Naperville, Illinois, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Denver, Colorado. That surprises me. Spokane, Washington, Syracuse, New York, Worcester, or I guess they say Worcester, Massachusetts, and Buffalo, New York makes 11. Okay. So of those cities that I've sort of mentioned, what share, what city has the highest share of Irish population? It's Naperville. Which is a suburb of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, what city has the most Irish bars and restaurants? New York City. What city has the most St. Patrick's Day and other Irish cultural events? Chicago. Don't they... Did, I don't. You may have mentioned this earlier, but don't they dye the Chicago yeah, River yeah. green? Yeah. I've seen it. And the last little blurb I have here has uh, most local Irish organizations. And that would be New York, then Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, then San Francisco. Well, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And however you choose to observe it, it's kind of fun. We have about two minutes left today. I really haven't hit too much of the hard news yet. Uh, you want to do Bobcat basketball briefly? I'd say that's past the hard news for today. And let's update the sports scene. Uh, Ohio men's basketball tonight, first game of the MAC tournament. Only the top eight teams qualified, and the Bobcats are number three seed. They will play number six seed, Ball State. Uh, coverage begins at 6 p.m. on Power 105. Uh, the estimated tip-off time is 6.30, as there's a game ahead of the Bobcats, I believe, at 4. Uh, first game is Toledo and Central Michigan. They tip off at 11 this morning, then there's a game at 1.30, and then a uh, game at 4, and then the Bobcats roughly at um, 6.30. Yeah. So Bobcats have lost four of their last five, but they own Ball State. They've won uh, 12 of the last 13 games that they've played Ball State. So uh, I look for the Bobcats to come away with a win tonight. Also, Ohio State men's basketball tonight. Uh, game time is going to be approximately right around 9 o'clock. Uh, that game is on the Big Ten network. Um, there is a game ahead of them. so Plus, they we're start, airing it, right? Yes, we'll be airing that yeah. here at 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. And the uh, OU game's over on... Uh, ESPN Plus for well, tonight. I meant over on our FM, WHTQ. Oh, yes. yes, the flagship station of the Bobcats, Power... 105. We've got 10 seconds left. Folks, have a wonderful day out there. It looks like we're going to have kind of an exciting Friday night with the weather. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The war in Ukraine is two weeks old now, and Russian President Vladimir Putin claims the West is trying to blame Russia for its own mistakes. A flurry of diplomacy has ended without a ceasefire agreement. Correspondent Steve Futterman has details from the Polish-Ukrainian border. The major diplomatic focus today has been in Turkey, where high-level talks took place between Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov and the Ukraine Foreign Minister Kuleba. There were no major breakthroughs. Kuleba said no progress was made on the possible ceasefire. However, I will be ready to meet again in this format if there are prospects for a substantial discussion 
and for seeking solutions. We're learning more about Russia's attack on a maternity hospital in Ukraine's port city of Mariupol yesterday. Deputy Mayor Sergei Orlov. 17 injured people and three killed people and also child. Russian officials claim the hospital was being used to house Ukrainian soldiers. Vice President Harris weighing in from Warsaw. Absolutely there should be an investigation and we should all be watching. And I have no question the eyes of the world are on this war and what Russia has done. Gas, rent, and food prices are soaring. Combined, they've triggered a historic jump in inflation. The U.S. Labor Department says it was up 7.9 percent last month for the highest increase in 40 years. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger. I think that we are looking at a period now where we can pre-